Welcome to Farm Focus, a podcast brought to you by the Pennsylvania Farm Bureau. I'm David Varner, and this week we talked to Matt and Charlene Espenshade about dumping on farmland. How's it going, everybody? David Varner, your media and marketing specialist here. Um, on this podcast, we're going to be talking about dumping on farms, and today we have Charlene and Matt Espenshade here, two guests and uh, two very knowledgeable people. Uh, guys, you want to do a quick introduction of yourselves? Sure, I'll start off. Um, I'm Charlene uh, Shoup Espenshade. Um, my husband and I live on a dairy farm in Lancaster County, but I grew up on a farm in Wyoming County, so that's why we are Wyoming Lackawanna County Farm Bureau members, is um, its connection to the family, but we still operate both farm, you know, operate and work with both farms in one in northeastern Pennsylvania and one in Lancaster County, and I'll let Matt talk more about the Lancaster County farm since that's his family mm-hmm. farm. Yeah, uh, as has been said, my name is Matt Espenshade. I'm a seventh generation dairy farmer from Lancaster County. The farm has been owned and operated by my family since 1867, so well over 150 years. Uh, we milk about 70 cows, which makes us average size for here in Lancaster County. Uh, we have Holsteins and uh, now we have Guernseys. That was part of the uh, deal when Charlene and I got married. Some of the uh, dairy cows from her home farm came down to uh, the Elizabethtown area and uh, they've made their presence known. But uh, we have farmed 140 acres at the home farm, and then with rented ground and other properties, we farm approximately 250 acres, raising our own forages and uh, replacement heifers as well. Yeah, and the farm up in Wyoming County has about 360 acres uh, owned um, by the family, a range of woodlands, um, cropland, and and then where the main farm is. I've been in the family since the 1940s. Um, I'm a fourth generation dairy farmer. And also for those who haven't figured it out yet, I also work for the uh, Pennsylvania Friends of Agriculture Foundation here at Pennsylvania Farm Bureau. Awesome. Well, first off, congrats on fourth generation, seventh generation. That's, you know, incredible. Um, the people who don't know, I'm fairly new here, and, you know, sometimes you barely see first and second generations, and it's, it's really astonishing to see those uh, long-generation farms going, so that's all amazing. Um, but to the topic at hand of what we're here for today and what you guys I know are thrilled about <laughs> is uh, dumping on farmlands. You know, this whole thing started when I was talking with Charlene the one day uh, about how you guys have a, a pretty major problem with this on your farm. Um, you know, let's just get right into it. You know, what, what's the problem that you guys have and, you know, all that good stuff. Well, having a farm that is in a rural areas, uh, it's wonderful because it's peaceful and quiet, but there's not a whole lot of traffic and not a whole lot of surveillance. We don't have a, you know, a really large scale police force in our area. And so there's a lot of chances that people have when they're doing a remodeling or just have some junk that they need to get rid of quick and they don't want to wait around to get rid of it. Well, they'll just find a way to uh, dump it along the side of the road or back one of the access uh, trails back uh, on our farm property and just throw it off to the side. And it's really discouraging and it's really become a nuisance over the years. Yeah, it definitely has. Um, just because the one property in particular that we own is there is no houses around it with an access road and so people can kind of slide in and out and unfortunately then it's not discovered until either I go walking back there or we have a neighbor that has a lot of birdhouses that he monitors or 
Matt or his dad are actually going to do work back there. So it's very hard for us to even catch the culprits because there it, it could be days before we know what's happened. Um, we've been fortunate once we did get someone caught thanks to some of our neighbors, but it, most of the time it, we're just stuck with cleanup. Yeah. Um, you know, and how does this impact your guys' lives, not only on the farm, but on a personal level as well? Because, you know, there's both those aspects of it, because the farm is, in essence, like your, your guys' lives, you know what I mean? So I think it, it definitely impacts both ways. Yeah, it's it's just disheartening more than anything. Yeah, it's a nuisance, but just the idea, you know, you're we go to work every day at the farm, you know, just like all of the all of your listeners, you know, we do our best to make the farm presentable. You know, we want to put forth a good picture of what agriculture is in Lancaster County, and but yet our 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 efforts are rewarded by bags of trash and a stack of six mattresses and an access road. And it's like, why do we even bother sometimes? It's just really, really sad. Yeah, and it's also frustrating because we're fortunate. We live in a township that offers uh, services for cleanup, especially for some of the things that get dumped on our farm. Um, where It used to be they had county uh, township cleanup day twice a year, and then they changed um, with our local. We live where there's an incinerator in the township, and so the township provides a set of vouchers. So you can take stuff. I mean, obviously, there's some things that can't be taken, but by and large, a lot of the stuff that's dumped can be disposed there. That's what's really frustrating because there was one time, one of the dumping incidents happened literally right after Township Cleanup Day, and we're like, seriously, you could have taken that, and Township would have handled it. So that's what's really frustrating. Yeah, and the voucher idea has been a great uh, asset for our community because, you know, with Township Cleanup Days, it only happened once in the spring and once in the fall. But with these vouchers, you can go any weekend or when it suits you. You don't have to have the stuff sitting around in your garage. Just throw it in the back of your truck and take it down, and uh, they dispose of it, no questions asked. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you know, definitely a good program. Um, and on that topic, do you guys... Um, you know, have any other suggestions for people who might not live in, you know, that township area um, or ways of people to get rid of this uh, trash or, you know, what they have, you know, different ideas that you might know or come up with? Definitely check in with your township. See what they're doing. A lot of townships do offer some sort of cleanup service for larger items. And honestly, if you're going to, like I said, one time we had a whole bathroom remodel dumped in in the one corner of a field. So it was toilets and tile and stuff like that. Plan out and get a dumpster. You know, it's not that expensive to get one on a temporary basis. But you know, because then it leaves us with the hassle and headache because then we have to clean it up. And depending on where they, they dump it, it's not just on the edge of the field. Sometimes It's sometimes in the field. And what I think a lot of people forget is that's the food source for our dairy cows. And if you ruin a portion of that, you're actually ruining a, a portion of the food to feed the animals. And that's, that's really frustrating for us. Yeah, and just to build on that, you know, well, most people, you know, their first response would be, well, why don't you chain off that access road? That way that they can't get it. Well, at least, you know, so far it's been, they've been throwing stuff off to the side in the fields. But, you know, you put a, a porcelain toilet through a $250,000 combine because they can't get there, so they decide to go throw it into the middle of a cornfield somewhere. Well, you know, you got to pick your battles. I mean, 
I don't know exactly what the answer is. It's just that people just have a lack of respect for agriculture and maybe a lack of understanding of what it takes to uh, be a, a dairy farmer or, an agri- or a farmer in any industry these days. We are fortunate. I will say we are fortunate. We do have some really great hunters that do. They appreciate the access to our property, and they've done a couple things. Like we have put more purple paint up, so we have a lot of purple paint around, not only just on trees, but even on signage, so that you know, in addition to the typical trespassing signs that. And I know the one they actually put up a trail cam at the one entrance where we've had a lot of problems to try and deter it. I mean, who knows if it will, but at least, you know, a lot of our, the hunters that do work, go on the property appreciate the ability to have access because there isn't a lot in our area. And so they're rather protective and we're fortunate to have them, you know, also help try to monitor as best as they can. And I think that's one thing that people should, you know, at least consider doing if you have the challenges like this as well, like we have. Um, just put up signs that say, you know, you're... you're property is monitored by trail cameras. Hopefully it's enough of a, a deterrent that they uh, think about taking their trash somewhere else. Yeah, and, and like I said, don't be afraid. Like the one time, there was one time we got someone caught and it wasn't because of us, but one of our neighbors vented on one of the community Facebook groups um, for our township and put pictures and said, invented how terrible this was, you know, how awful and unfair and actually someone else in the township knew who it was and we were able to contact the police and the police were able to uh, get them to come out, clean it up. And it, it helped for a while because I think it got out. It's like, oh, don't do that because, you, you know, but then again, it's been a while. We just had an incident this fall again. Yep. Everything wears off after a while. I, yep. I, I agree yep. with you. That probably definitely helped a lot. And the whole putting up signs saying it's under video surveillance, um, you know, I had a similar incident personally myself um, at our household. We did something similar. Someone stole something from my father, um, and we put signs up saying, we have you on video camera. Um, secret was we had no video cameras. Um, <laughs> but it turns out later down the road, the person who stole the, the, his tools uh, actually returned it. So, you know, something as simple as that I think will really help out those farmers. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's like a small percentage, I think everything helps. Um, and now you guys were talking about a little bit changing gears here um, about dumping in the middle of the fields and you saying how that's affecting uh, the crops and you know your equipments and things like that uh, you know can you expand upon that you know have you guys had any issues with people dumping in the fields have you had anything broken uh, any animals gotten sick from you know this type of thing and things like that well even growing up as a kid i remember walking my dad would send us out to the uh, edge of the uh, pasture that which is bordered by the main by the main road and have us look for bottles and cans because you know that if uh, a cow would get a hold of one of them or you know a broken piece of glass shard as they're eating grass that can cause serious damage to a cow. We're, we've been fortunate that we haven't had any type of serious in, in, injuries on our with our animals like that. But even just you know the idea of you know throwing glass bottles into a into a field where it's run over by a tractor, blowing a tire, that kind of thing. It you know it doesn't take a whole lot to really wreck a farmer's day. And just you know it takes it doesn't take any extra effort just to take that can or bottle home and put it in the trash when you get home. 
Yeah, and and like I said, it's probably one of the more challenges is more one of our neighbors has had was with trespassing, and and people don't realize that you might see grass, and you're like, what's that grass worth? Where it might be actually alfalfa, or like in the winter, um, if you're growing like a winter crop, and you're tearing up and destroying stuff. You think you're just having a fun time. What does it matter? But you know, it's. I just wish people realized. You know, just because you think it's one thing, it actually has a lot more valuable value to a farmer than than just it's not like your yard grass. Like this is food, and you know, if you go out and, and do some things, you you could cause a lot more harm than you realize. And that's that's one of the challenges that we you know in agriculture face right now is that you know when when I was a kid you know everyone had a grandpa or an uncle that had a farm and with that came a level of understanding you know of how hard it is the work how hard the work is on a farm and you know the efforts that it takes but now most people are two three four generations removed from that farm and with that is that is a loss of the understanding of that of the effort that goes into uh, farming practices and uh, they kind of get taken for granted yeah I, I definitely agree with you there there's you know, definitely that offset of, of the knowledge and the understanding of, you know, how important, you know, farmers in general are and, you know, not dumping and putting things on their property, you know, 100%. Um, you guys were talking about that, <clears throat> and it actually made me think back one time. I was, I think I was on a hunting trip with a friend, and we were driving around, we were done, I think we were moving somewhere else, and, you know, I see this Amazon truck coming down the hill, and I think we were around farmland or something like that, out in the wilderness, whatever, and this guy, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like a bag of fast food. You could tell he slowed down a little bit, I think he tried to look around, and he just tossed it right out the window. Ugh. And I'm like, and we were kind of coming at the intersection there, so it's like you could see us, mm -hmm. so I don't know. And it's, you know, but what was that going to take you, the two seconds to just leave it in your car, and the next time you saw it, you know what I mean, just yeah. take, take it and throw it out in the trash. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's just that one second of thinking ahead of time, you know, what, what is this actually going to cause, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think it, it causes challenges because, you know, farmers want to be good neighbors and, you know, they want to, you know, welcome people onto farms, you know, for things like hunting or like we have neighbors, you know, that we have that farm as well. And for me, it's a great place, you know, for walking. You want to be a good neighbor, but when you have constant problems, it, it makes it harder for you to allow, you know, other people access onto your property. And that's, that's I think, some of the unintended consequences of, like, the, the bad actions of a couple of people can have in a community. Right. Yeah, definitely. I, like you said, it's, it's one of those, you know, one person ruins it for everybody. And right. it, it really sucks. And <clears throat> with me from hunting, I tried to gain that knowledge as well. You know, I try to pass it forward, whether... I'm on public land or private land. Public land especially is where I normally go and you know, I'll see trash sometimes and I'll try my best to pick it up and you know, just help clean it up. Um, you know, it's not impacting farmers directly, but it's impacting the wildlife. So it's it's sort of a vice versa and, and a good life lesson I think all the way around. Right. Um, but I think a lot of people need to know that. Um, now maybe just sort of an interesting question, you know, what have you guys uh, gotten on your property that's been dumped, you know, what's the accident <laughs> and what's the, the why, you know, I, I assume there's probably been a couple interesting things, um, and before you answer that too, um, a story of my own, I was out on public land, um, 
and you know I can't remember exactly what it was, but we were deep, deep in the woods, mm -hmm. and I believe it was a dish, uh, not a dishwasher, um, a um, just a washer, a, uh, a clothes washer, just out in the middle of the woods. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how did this get out here? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's almost like someone had to drop it off of the plane to get it out there. And I've seen all kinds of other crazy things. It took that much effort to get it there. Exactly. Why didn't you take it somewhere? Exactly, you know what I mean? So, you know, what have you guys seen and what have you gotten? We had a stack of six mattresses, and that was the one that uh, a neighbor kind of told, uh, told us who how that all went down and uh, that was able to be rectified. Uh, hadn't that happened in the past. I got a stack of boards one time and uh, a lot of plastic pipe and hoses. Uh, actually, I did get a uh, one rather good size uh, piece of wood and uh, I took it and cut it down and put a no trespassing sign on it and then <laughs> put it up <laughs> at the farm. So. Um, my parents have had, um, our, my parents' farm actually does, uh, the one property line is the Susquehanna River. So if you have river property, that is prime real estate for dumping. And yeah, they've had, um, not directly on us, but yeah, definitely had like the whole like ovens and stuff like that or refrigerators because of course getting rid of a refrigerator and it's like, great, now we have to deal with it. Yeah. It's been a while since that's happened. I, knock on wood, I don't want to jinx my parents. Um, but but yeah, definitely that. And it's just, you know, or, and my parents have had problems where people trespass and have a party and and leave leave their all the remnants of their mayhem, which is a lot of glass bottles and things, and then they have to clean it up. Yeah, and then there's always the stacks of old tires and busted up concrete. You know, someone redoes their patio, and, well, i got to get rid of it somewhere. We'll just take it over to that farm over there. Yeah, I was going to say, definitely, like, if, if I had to pick one, it seems like tires and, and, yeah. and just a bunch of other, like, a filler stuff, like mm -hmm. concrete, dirt, and that stuff is, is what I will normally see. I, of course, you guys see a lot more because, you know, you're on the farm. Right. Um, but, you know, it's it, it's really disheartening just to just to see that thing. That, you yeah. know, myself, personally, I'm not even a farmer, but to me, I, I sort of go in your guys' shoes and, you know, I'd be very upset and be like, you know, I'm trying to provide for you guys and you're coming back and you know, doing that to my land. Exactly right. Yeah, yep. that the, probably the craziest thing is in the last dump that just happened is I actually went through, there was some paper, and I actually went through to see if we could find some identifiers, and one of them was like, oh my gosh, this is part of the retirement information. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, seriously? <laughs> but unfortunately, there wasn't wasn't anything that identified the person because I was like, if it were one of them, I would have been like, hey, Matt, I think yeah, I found yeah. it. But I was like, wow, retirement investment information. Jeez. Yeah, no, no tax papers or social security. No. no. Yeah, fortunately, no. I couldn't identify yeah. them, but it was like all the other stuff. I'm like, seriously, the page that probably would have helped us find them was not in it. But yeah, definitely. Um, you know, is there anything else that I might not have touched on that you guys, you know, want people to be aware of, or you know, something that people don't know about, anything like that? I think just definitely, you know. At the very least, report it. I mean, chances are police finding someone is, it's very limiting. But if you report it, one that makes them aware, I do know that one of the things is, is because we've had problems, it is strange, but the one police officer has actually drove back the one lane on the front fields that we've had problems on. Just, I think, from time to time, because just to at least, as best he can, make his presence known in the community. Yeah. Um, 
unfortunately we are with a regional police department and they have like three townships in of course i think a municipal like a, a town uh, to deal with so they've it's a lot of territory for them to cover they're trying to do the best they can um, and also it just tips them off and, and lets them know that, hey, there might be a problem in the area. It might not be just one. It just makes them aware. And we've always found, at least with our local police, they've, they've always been really responsive. And, and even with our township, like if we do call into the township and say, hey, we've had a problem again, again, they're not yeah. going to be able to do anything. But just making them aware because if something else comes out somewhere else, they might be able to put a bigger picture together. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, fantastic. I think a lot of great information you guys had to share, you know, good good tips, good info, and uh, good awareness for a lot of people who either know about it or, you know, might not know about it. So, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys coming out today and sharing uh, your stories with us. And, uh, you know, I, I obviously hope it, it, it gets better for you guys. I really do um, because, you know, you guys are the ones feeding us and, you know, all that good stuff. So. Appreciate you guys coming out. Hey, thanks for the chance to visit with your uh, listeners. Thanks. Always good to talk with you guys. All right. Thank you, guys, and uh, tune in next time. If you enjoyed this episode of Farm Focus, please subscribe. More episodes are on the way, and all of our past episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on Podbean at pfbcast.podbean.com. Thanks for listening.